<laughs> oh, hey, Roberto, I didn't see you there. Oh, hello. How are you? Well, you know, the usual. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Getting used to these rations. They're nice. What brings you in? Oh, I, I was looking at all these books, and I was thinking, you know, since I'm fairly new to Greenfield, I've only been here, oh, maybe once or twice on business, not staying and not, you know, hanging out, not really learning all that I need to know. I was wondering if uh, you happen to have some history about this place. I was looking for a friend and looking for a friend's friend and heard it might be an old family name. But, you know, I'm interested in anything Greenfield right now. I mean, if you want history, you just go up to the university up up top. But I have something recent here somewhere. Let me take a look. I haven't found it yet. Ooh, I like new things. Yeah, this. Uh, we just got this in a couple days ago. It's pretty recent. I think you're probably going to like it. It's got adventuring. It's got swordsmanship, magic, and ghosts. That sounds exactly like me and like everything that I'm about. I'm about sword fighting. I'm about adventuring. I'm about ghosts. What was the other thing he said? I'm probably about that too. Mel magics. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, find a spot. Uh, since it's not bound, I can't really let you go with it. So get comfy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you fine with me strumming my loot while, while we... Just keep it quiet. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 got a, I got a soft song. The lantern of Jonathan Quincy Applegate is missing. Greenfield is a medium-sized city on the eastern half of Guildland. The city was founded on top of a large hill of ancient origins that nobody really knows anything about. The city is divided into three sections, the lower, mid, and upper tiers. And in the upper tier, we find three people in conversation. The square is large and open, and it's a nice, crisp, late autumn day. The sky is light blue with clouds way high in the atmosphere. The square that you're in has cobblestones off in all directions. And there are larger buildings, pretty fancy buildings with pillars and balconies. And the largest one of all is a place that you'd know as the Applegate School for the Paranormal Arts. The two of you stand in front of a man, a human man, with a high collar and fancy frills around his neck. He has a decorative rapier at his hip. And he stands in front of a statue, a very, very large statue. This man looks similar to the man standing in front of you. The, the statue is maybe 25 feet tall, a hand on the hilt of his sword at its belt, and one hand held high as if holding something. But whatever was in that hand is gone now. Mm. The man that you're standing across from, you know as Arnold Applegate. He's recently put out a reward for the finding and retrieval of Jonathan Quincy Applegate's lost lantern. Mm. He says to the two of you, thank you two for coming here today. As you know, my great-grandfather's lantern was a symbol of peace in dark times. I'm 
very eager to have it back, and happy that the two of you, among others, have, have come here to help retrieve it. Now, I'm a very busy man. I have a school to run. Do you have any questions before you uh, start go about going about your business? I, uh, he looks around. I don't have that much time. What exactly are you looking for? Uh, do you do you really need me to explain it? Where are you from, anyway? Uh, I'm the one asking questions here. <laughs> <laughs> making friends right off the bat. Making friends. Good job. Jonathan Quincy Applegate was a fine man upstanding citizen and one of the founders of Greenfield. For almost 90 years, his lantern has lit this great city of ours and the countryside beyond, keeping the dead at bay. About a year ago, it went missing. That's a long time. This is a long time. I'm surprised not everybody in this town's already dead. It's it's has been missing quite a while. I'm surprised nobody has found it yet. The reward is quite high, and it's shown for nearly 90 years. That's far longer than any sun lamp and I'm surprised it has not just been seen if somebody has stashed it away somewhere. Hmm. Bet you if we find it, they'd make us famous. Bet People you would if know we find my name. It, I can look for my family. So I just got one question for you. Yeah. Yes? Who are the important people in this town? Well, there's me, obviously. Wow. Clearly. Wow. I, Arnold Applegate, currently run the Applegate School for the Paranormal Arts. There are other important people here, the mayor. I don't know if they will have any answers for you. Do um, you have any enemies? Hmm. I'm sensing Listen, a yes. I have chased every lead I can. I, I, I've chased every lead that has shown itself to me and to, to those who came before you with the Faraday family. But uh, the Faradays and the Applegates have never been on good terms with each other. Hmm. I doubt that you'll be able to see Leslie Faraday as he travels the countryside nearly, nearly all the time. But if you do make your way to Faraday Ironworks, give him my regards. Uh, what, what day? You said it's been about a year. Can you describe the day of, of when it went missing, when you realized it was missing? It was late summer. Uh, we did not notice the effects of its uh, disappearance for a few months, and I think people got comfortable. But it has been bad, and getting worse here since. Do do more undead show up in the fall then? Like, they're seasonal. There's more dark in the right. fall and winter. That makes the sense. The hours. I got you. That makes sense. So whoever took it knew that. They took it at the late summer. They still had a few weeks. People wouldn't notice. It goes missing. They don't even, so they don't even know. So you don't even know the day when it went oh, missing. Not I precisely. I didn't know the exact day it went missing. It, it went missing. It, it went missing on the, the last day of summer. It was a beautiful day. The fields around us were verdant with flora and fauna, and I thought nothing could go wrong. Do you have a picture of this lamp that is missing so I could just keep it on me? I suppose that... I have to be going into the school anyway. I have a lecture. Uh, oh, would you can... mind if I followed you? Sure. If, if the two of you would follow me, please, just come on. <laughs> and he starts walking across the cobblestones towards the school. Yeah, that's fine. We'll go together. Um, I want to talk to Lila, my partner, mm -hmm. in a voice that hopefully he doesn't hear. All right, let's do a uh, stealth check then. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Let, let me. I yeah. Of course, I'm the one to roll the first stealth check. <laughs> I'm so, a, so okay. Since for all you listeners out there, we have some new players to Genesis here. So we are teaching things as we go. You can do a group check here. Oh, okay. So in a group check, you would take the whoever has the higher stealth and whoever has the higher agility. So who has higher stealth? Who has higher agility? Mm, I think I have higher stealth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but who has higher agility? It might be. A... Um, I think we both have a two, to be honest. Okay. So you're yeah. then just rolling your regular stealth check and you're adding a blue for Ivo. Okay. So there's mine. So do you click on? Two successes, one advantage. Oh, that not quite yet. So we oh, got to, there needs to be difficulty. Oh yeah, my bad. And it's just going to be uh, Lila's stealth plus one blue against one red for Arnold Applegate. Mm, Applegate, he seems a little too smart for so good. <laughs> Two successes and a triumph. triumph. All right. Yes. So this okay. is on a stealth check. So we want the triumph to have something to do with your stealth, but he is definitely not going to hear the two of you talk. Okay. I'm going to hop on your backpack on your shoulder <laughs> since you're going to be walking that way anyways. Yeah. Triumph, I think something special even. Oh. Like... Yeah, something especially good happens. But if you want, if you two want to talk first, and then we can right, figure right, right, it out. Right. Okay, yeah, then we can figure So all I wanted to say was, you might have to keep an eye on this guy. I don't feel like he's telling us everything. I don't trust him. I never have, never will. I could go down into the town. I could see who I could talk to, and maybe you just spend the day with him. Oh, that sounds exhilarating. He doesn't have to know. <laughs> you know these rich hoity-toity types? <laughs> They're usually up to no good. Well, I'm, I'm going to be rich and hoity-toity end up to plenty of good someday. We'll see about that. <laughs> that's that's all I wanted to say. I sure. just wanted to make a plan. I <clears throat> and I don't know how many, you know, roles, but I would like to see like this guy does his lecture, sure. What does he do after that? I I want to know more about him. Okay. It's crazy to me that a lamp like this that protects the people would go missing and he says he knows the exact day but then he didn't tell everybody else when it goes missing and also if it's something like it could have been found a lot quicker oh it would have been very easily noticed the day well he said he said people got used to people didn't notice so people would have definitely noticed as soon as it went missing but the ghosts showing themselves which is what's happening around time oh that's what they got a little more gradual okay like okay. the effects of it didn't okay. really show immediately. Okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, that makes sense. All I was going to say is for something to be so vitally important for it to not like have a guard or something like that is really suspicious. Well, why would anyone want to take it? Like if it's something that does, they, they probably didn't guard it because it's just there. It's doing everybody good. They don't but think like who would want to take it. That doesn't. Mm, I don't know, because there's still bad That's people out do. there. We got to come up with a list of sucks, suspects. So I a think list you, of sucks. I think if you follow, <laughs> I, I think if you follow him, the, the other thing to look out for is not just like, so what if he's perfectly on the up and up, right? And he's all good. Yeah. But, but like, if you followed him, you could figure out like by watching him who doesn't like him. Like we asked for like enemies. 
That's true. He didn't give too much of an answer there. But you could find his enemies by following him too, and see the way he treats other people. Yeah. But though, and if you don't think it's a good idea, you don't have to go with it. That's just what my character. No, is. I think I was gonna follow him and kind of get an idea of his day, anyways. Okay. All right. Since it's a, it's a yeah. school, I might go to the library too, see if I can get more uh, information. <laughs> So as Arno leads you into the school, the outside of it is very, very nice. And the inside is, it's okay. It's seen better days. Better, bad maintenance. Who do we see as Ivo enters this place with Lila on his shoulder? What do you look like? Yeah, um, I'm going to describe us because, I mean, you can say what you're wearing. Yeah, I was going to say I was more like wearing blue. You're like a raccoon accessory. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to describe Lila as just wearing like a teal-ish rich blue vest that has like ornate buttons and stuff with like a brown lining. And then she has her money purse like hidden away. It's not just hanging out on her belt. And she has her dagger though on her belt and her bow on her back. Maybe I'll give her bifocals for when she's reading. <laughs> but like, she has like, I don't know, maybe I was Are thinking they about on cord? I was thinking about it, but then I was like, that's a good way to choke somebody out though. But then maybe she could use them to choke somebody else out. So, what? you know. Maybe she's got a little glasses case. Maybe yeah, glasses case, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyways, but she's just, you know, looks all like normal human of society, but she's really just a liar so <laughs> but I'm normal, on, on normal raccoon of society normal raccoon of society so I'm on his shoulder while, while we're rocking in so the, go ahead Logan and describe describe so Ivo I mean when you see him you know he's I'm gonna say it wrong Devergar Devergar but there's nothing that would make him stand out from other Devergar. He's he's just like a fairly normal looking dude, no bright colors on his clothing, nothing shiny or ostentatious about what he's wearing. He does have a short sword at his side, but again, it's fairly straightforward. It's it's function and not like Arnold's where he's got this very decorative rapier. Mm-hmm. He carries a shield that, again, isn't super eye-catching. Um, he keeps things clean and neat. He's clean-shaven. Well, I guess he's metal. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get used to, like, imagining this in my head, too. But, yeah, everything about him is smooth. Can he, like... He's not shiny metal, though. Your call. I don't... I, I don't... I just... I don't see him as shiny metal... It's more like the ore, I suppose, before it's refined. So a little bit more dull. Okay. But he's, yeah, he's five foot tall, wide guy, because he's, even at five feet, he's probably still 230 pounds, you know? He's a short guy. He's, he's well, he's short and heavy, and he knows, he knows how to use that weight. And when he walks into a room, <laughs> even though there's nothing about him physically that would stick out nothing about his clothes that would catch your eye there's still something that sticks out about him because when he walks into a room he acts like he owns the place even if he's never been there before he's very confident he always knows where he is and that he's supposed to be there right he's he's not shy 
or uncomfortable. So, okay. Arnold leads the two of you into this building and up a flight of stairs that curve around and around. And at the top is his office. Can I do like a perception check on how he interacts with the students and everything? Like it's school's in session, right? Yes. Let's have one of you do a perception check and one of you do a vigilance check. You can choose who's who's doing. If you're looking at the students, it's probably going to be your perception. And then if Iva wants to do a vigilance, I know you're not great at vigilance. (laughs) It's going to be two purple for both of your checks. Bro, four Four successes successes. and one threat. Okay. You still have a triumph hanging out there, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot. All right. So your vigilance is not great. One advantage. Yeah. Okay. So Uh, I was going to say maybe I could be like to help overcome your failures of your vision. No, don't, don't use it to help me. If you, want to, if you want to see something or whatever. Uh, I just want to see... Well, I mean, the perception check that I just made, mm-hmm. I want to see, like, does he actually interact with his students or does he, like, push turn up his nose at people or, you know, how does he treat his staff? Like, how does he... Sure. yeah. Like, that's how... I, like from my perception, I don't know how, and I want to use my triumph on though yet. Okay. So you, <sighs> as you walk along, you see that the students are maintaining their distance from the three of you, mm. uh, keeping to the corners, and they're actually very interested in the two of you. And <laughs> the teachers, you don't really spot any teachers on your way to this guy's office. Mm. The, I think that's your threat is that there are, don't seem to be really any. Adults, nobody over the age of 18 in this place right now. And that goes along with, with Ivo's vigilance. You okay. don't really spot anybody but a couple students who just scurry by or gawk at the two of you. Do you have an idea for your advantage? It's, uh, it's empty in here. I'm thinking maybe he can't afford the staff or uh, he has really ups- infuriated his staff, and so they never want to interact with him. Or there is no staff. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, know if you can use an advantage I, to take away his staff. I'm just saying. <laughs> so what, so she, she has a, she has an advantage and she has a triumph. Tell, tell us so you, what Logan, you, you use you have an advantage, for. actually. Oh, I'm the one with an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> so your advantage, you can add something cool and small to the scene or throw a boost on your next roll or okay. heal strain if you've taken strain. Right. And your triumph, you can add something large and cool to the scene. You can say, okay. I don't know what to do with it. You add something cool to the scene. Mm, okay. 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 Well, I know I know what my small and cool thing to the scene would be. Okay, what is it? My, my small and cool thing to the scene is just that, like, Ivo finds somebody to wink at you know, like like I they're want, all they're no, all scurrying away, but you know uh-huh. you said that they were like very interested in the three of us, uh-huh. and I I think that his immediate you know reaction is just to give a charming grin and wink at somebody. Do the girls swoon know? at you? No, well, I don't know if they swoon. It's just a small thing. I, know, I just get I know. to decide. I know what I my get to triumph do. is going to be. I'm going to have people come up and ask for my autograph. What? And- <laughs> And, but I'm going to be particularly, I saw, how about this? I see out of the corner of my eye, some chick that's obsessed with raccoons. And maybe she'll be able to tell me more about maybe if she knows where raccoons are located. 
in the kingdom. Can she make somebody Can approach us? That? Everybody Can else I is trying to that? avoid us, and somebody wants to approach us. Is that too much? <laughs> or could we just stick with right. the autographs? <laughs> I'll give you. I'll, I, I've got something. I've got something okay. that, that works Sorry. here. No, that no, it's good. So as you go, yeah, you spot somebody who looks uh, receptive to a wing. A young Isian. Their uh, okay. feathers, their feathers are bluish gray, and they look like they're trying to gather their things and watch you without being noticed. Mm-hmm. And when you wink, they uh, look surprised and flustered and grab their books and start walking away. <laughs> <laughs> and Lila, out of the corner of your eye, you see somebody. An adult, one of the few adults who is watching the two of you with interest. She is in her probably late 30s, short hair up in a bun and a tall collared, long sort of half jacket, half cloak kind of thing. Hmm. But Arnold is leading you to his office. I will catch her later. <laughs> Maybe can I can I throw a paper airplane at her? No. They <laughs> <laughs> like let's out. meet up in the courtyard. <laughs> I think she will catch up with you later. Okay. There you go. And before we go any further, we need to add some story points to our game. Are these the coins that you guys are flipping? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I love this part of this game. So there are three of us. So there are three story points. One of them is a GM story point, which is the one that's black. Black. Two of them are player story points, the ones that are white. You can flip those to sort of do what you did with your triumph to add something cool to the narrative. You can... Not right now. (laughs) You can flip them to make your roll better. Um, If you have a roll that's all greens and you want a yellow, you can flip one and change one of your greens to a yellow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we do that right now? No, no, no. no those no, no. are there. Oh, those are okay, just sitting so, there. I'm sorry. So the closest thing that I can relate this to um, is the way that I, unlike a lot of people who play 5e, babes, I let you guys basically always start a session with your inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, the coins are almost like an inspiration. Oh, they're an inspiration. Okay. Sort of. you get to You get to flip it. It's just more colorful than that because all inspiration does is give you advantage. This is a lot more like creative than that. You you get to flip it and say that something cool happens gotcha. narratively. But when you flip it, you saw how it turns red. So you give Mark another one <laughs> that he can use. Oh. So, But if he uses his, then we have a white one. Yeah. So, so it's a currency it's that economy. you're sharing. Yeah. yeah, you're sharing them back and forth. Oh, so if I flip. Mark's coin right now. No, 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 no. He's the he's the only one who gets Dang the it. <laughs> Don't be afraid of my my story points. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm not. I'm not afraid. I, do, of, I have get players to... who hoard theirs so that I can't use them. But you know what? If I can't <laughs> use them, bad stuff's still going to happen. So you well, might as well use yours. I don't know if Kayla was going to try to hoard them, but I'm not a I'm not I a hoarder. I was going to hoard them. I was just going to try to force Mark to give me three coins. No, <laughs> no. Arnold Applegate's office is a little bit nicer than the rest of the school. Oh, go figure. The ceilings are high. There are large windows that look out on on the town, and you can see down the hill to the to the ironworks where black smoke is coming up out of chimneys. The there's some fairly comfortable looking furniture around, a lot of hard woods and dark wallpaper. He 
goes over to his desk, which looks pretty organized. There's not a, a lot of stuff on it and starts going through some files underneath the desk. And he says, he's, he's sort of muttering to himself, looking, looking for plans and so much to do. This should do the trick. He pulls out a piece of paper and hands it in your direction. This is one of my great-grandfather's old sketches of the of the, the thing. Uh, I'm just gonna slip that sucker in my pocket. Do you look <laughs> at it? Just slip it in your pocket. I'm gonna slip it in my pocket. Okay. Because I want it. <laughs> do I, have to I do expect that back when you're done. Absolutely. Whether you find it or not, I'll need that back. And don't expect to be able to sell that to anyone. He kept his secrets close to the chest. I doubt anybody will be able to make a lantern like that again. What is so, like, what is it specially made out of? Is it made out of iron? Like, how does it, I'm a little, so like, I guess maybe I'll look at the picture, but. Yeah, as you look, Arnold explains what he can. Like, the outside of it was made with iron, obviously. <laughs> and the glass is silver glass. It's something they use to contain ghosts fairly often. The interior, the magic, I have absolutely no idea what he did. Nobody does. There are rumors, but they're all hogwash, if you ask me. They say he put his soul in that lantern. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think this is like the Philosopher's Stone? No. Kind of like thing? No, no, no. I'm thinking... I'm thinking one of two things, and this is, sorry, this is above the table, the proverbial table, but he already mentioned no one else would be able to build one, right? Yeah. So that could be a motive, right? right. To deconstruct, to reverse engineer, whatever, to have more of those, um, or to figure out how to counter them, like if it's a bad guy, uh, a necromancer or something. But that last tidbit about there being a legend that he actually put himself inside one, right. there's a motive too. This right. isn't just thievery it's a kidnapping right right if that's true which i understand that's just a legend so it could just be hogwash right so i don't want to bank on that too much but i'm just saying who knows what mark is doing anyway <laughs> <laughs> who knows who do knows? i even know who knows? Uh, this Applegate, we don't trust him <laughs> is there anything else as i said i right no 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 uh we i have a lecture we appreciate your time can i sit in on your lecture do you attend the school? Do I look like I want to know who I'm working for? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Obviously, you know our rep the reputation of the Applegate School for the Paranormal Arts. We're the premier institute for ghost hunting, knowledge thereof, mm -hmm. this side of Gilder. Hmm. Right. Okay. I mean, I if, you, if you must sit in a lecture... You must. However, you're just wasting time. You could be out there looking for the lantern. Which, which the we will. The two of you look like you could use the silver. No offense. Oh. No, most, most certainly. You're absolutely right. We will uh, be on our way. Thank you for your time. All right, Ivo. I know. Exactly. <laughs> well, Arnold, it was a pleasure meeting you. 
as she said deceptively. <laughs> why? 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 Why do you hate every NPC anybody ever? No, it sounds like a jack wagon. Okay, I'm sorry. He just does. Everybody sounds like a jack wagon. No, to you. that's not true. All right. Oh, so, anyways, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like leave politely, politely bow. You know, get out of this he guy's hair. He does not show you out. Yeah, no, that's fine. I can, I can let I'm, myself out, mm-hmm. and she can the, the let shoulder. herself in or out as, <laughs> okay. as she wishes. So, gonna, do you want to stay here and snoop around the school? I don't think that that's a bad idea. Because at least there's people around, and so you don't, don't have to sit alone. in a you don't have to sit in a lecture. You could snoop around. Like I, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna jump. Talk is cheap, and getting people to talk to you, I would just listen. Like. That's like, fine. see what the gossip is. You know, I'm going to go to town and do the same thing. All right. Well, you're going to go to town. I'm going to hop into somebody else's backpack and a student, unknowing student. Are you going to try to stealth into I'm, a backpack? I'm going to try to stealth into a backpack because the students aren't going to just see thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> My bag is 15 pounds oh, heavier. Why is it what so heavy? Gosh. <laughs> Feels like I got a raccoon in here. The two of you see yourself out of the office as Arnold gathers his his papers and stuffs them in a leather satchel and heads down to the lecture hall. You head down a couple floors and uh, Lyle is going to try and sneak in a student's backpack. That's right. Okay. So you get to a hall where there are a few people walking around and I think you still have eyes on you. These people are curious. They don't get a lot of visitors people who are not the adults that they deal with every single day right and neither of us really look the academic type that's that's a problem (laughs) yeah i have glasses you're not carrying the right sort of sword (laughs) you're yeah you look like adventurers rather than uh ghost hunters or teachers so with that you're gonna have a setback on your stealth roll to get into somebody's backpack all right so it's gonna be I say, I, I think it's going to be hard. It's going to be three purples and yeah. one black. Ugh. I mean, I mean, you're you're shooting for the sky, babes. Still three purples? Yep. Mm-hmm. Already against me. And one black. And one black. Oh, I'm going to lose. Go for it. <clears throat> Zero successes and two threats. However, <laughs> as a raccoon. I do have a triumph. Yeah. As a raccoon, you get to add <laughs> you get Go to ahead. add two boost to dice to stealth check. So you should also roll two blues. So just just roll the blues. Okay. So that turns it into one success and one uh, one threat. Okay. So yeah. as the two of you head down the stairs, Lila separates herself from Ivo. Do you say anything before you you go? Uh, let's meet up at the statue. Say. Around 5 p.m. And back at the statue sundown. It's maybe like two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And Lila goes scampering off in the direction of a gaggle of students. This is this is like high school, though. They're either probably from wealthy families or they have some sort of innate talent that was noticed at a young age. So they're all pretty good for the most part at what they do. Do you want to describe what these students that you are sneaking up on are like? Hmm. Okay, so I... But they all see me? 
still? No, you got one success. I got so, one success. Okay. Yeah. But you have a threat. So after you describe, I'll tell you what the threat is. Threat. Okay. So I think I'm going to switch the kind of a group of students I'm going to go for. So I'm going to go for like the band nerds a little bit. You know, they don't have a lot of friends. Um, you know, maybe loner-ish tight. This hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I liked school, but just saying, you know, you know, maybe I relate to them a little bit because I know what it's like to be alone. And uh, the backpacks on the ground, maybe around the corner, maybe I find somebody going to their locker that's, you know, like just right on the edge. And uh, I'm just going to like, see that I see that's like slightly zipped open I'm just gonna like squeeze myself in there and and hop on in and see if she doesn't like I'm gonna say it's a girl I hopped okay. into her backpack she's a sea kith she has scaly turquoise skin and gills and is a little bit fishy oh, fishy okay you hop into her backpack and she picks it up a couple minutes later um, from the inside, it's it's dark. You can just get little glimpses of the hall out that out mm. of the uh, out the flap. Mm. And as you go, the sounds begin to change from walking down echoey flagstone hallways, hallways. to a maybe a, a large open space. You mm. still get the echoes, but it's the echoes of of metal on metal, sword on sword. Mm. And, uh, uh, oh no, I'm in, you, I'm in jousting class. <laughs> you get set down and peeking out, you see that you are in fact in some sort of like large gymnasium where people are practicing with their rapiers and there are dummies, like straw stuffed dummies swinging on, on chains to simulate action and... It's, it's big, and it looks like there are probably windows high up, and you're getting some of that afternoon sun. It looks like there are entrances on, on three walls. One of them is closed, and the two on the maybe north and south are, are open right now. You came in through one of those ones. There are some chairs around the edges, and that's where you got set down. And there okay. is a, there's a Kanara um, leading the class. They've got long ears and almost rabbit-like features. They have a rapier in their hand, and they're demonstrating how to uh, successfully tackle a certain type of ghost. Okay. Okay. So they're being trained. This is the type of class I wanted to be in. Okay. What happens next? <laughs> That's your threat, is that you got taken to a place that you have no idea where it is. Trat. <laughs> so... Is the backpack where I was set, like, really visible to a lot of people, or is it... You're close to a wall, and close it seems wall. like there are some chairs up against this wall. Okay. Well, I didn't get what I wanted, so <laughs> I'm going to try to sneak out of gym class. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Gray Library. The Lost Lantern features the voices of Kyla and Logan from the Battle Buddies podcast. Battle Buddies is an actual play D&D podcast focused on collaborative storytelling, exciting adventures, and meaningful friendships. You can find them wherever you get your podcasts, and they have new episodes every other Monday. 
If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Tales from the Gray Library to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out. Be sure to also leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. The more good reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find our show. Tales from the Gray Library is based on The Other Place by Mark Eberhardt. If you'd like to hear more stories set in this world, you can find The Other Place and The Fenrain Files wherever you listen to podcasts. Tales is played using the Genesis system by Fantasy Flight Games and Edge Studio. Tales is produced by Nightcast Creative. To learn more about us and the shows that we make, visit nightcastcreative.com.